0: Today is Thursday, September 2nd, and I'm so excited to have another coaching corner for you this week. I'm taking a bit of a breather next week because of my birthday. I turned 50 on the 8th. Happy birthday to me, the big 5-0. So I'm going to be taking a little bit of time before I step on stage on the 9th at the DCEO Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Summit that's happening in Dallas-Fort Worth. It's um, a hybrid event, so if you're in town and you want tickets, go to dmagazine.com, click on DCEO Events, and you'll be able to pick up your tickets. If not, if you'd like to attend virtually, virtual tickets don't cost as much, but you'll be able to go to this half-day summit and enjoy it online. I am the closing keynote, and I will be talking about how to break the paradigm On diversity, equity, and inclusion. You know, I don't spend a lot of time talking to companies about what they should do in order to change the way things work when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion. In fact, my mission is to work with the people, the leaders inside of those companies. I have companies that hire me to talk to their employees, to coach their employees, to consult with their employees. In order for them to empower themselves, and you know that's at the core of No Thanks. Seven Ways to Say, I'll just include myself. You know the second edition, the remix is out there and still doing well. People are still picking up the original edition and listening to the audio book. Someone just reached out the other day and said they picked up the audiobook. And you are aware that my daughter Joni has a book herself inspired by the book No Thanks as well. It's called No Thanks for Girls, Seven Ways to Say. I'm Beautiful, Strong, and Enough. And you can pick that up at any online retailer, especially on Amazon, and you can get Amazon's editions, which are Kindle and also paperback. The other hardback is being distributed as well across the United States and around the globe, and you can also get that on Amazon, but anywhere fine books are sold. Listen, today we're going to talk about breaking boundaries, you know, some times we think about that terminology. We think about, I know I do, back when I was a Girl Scout or even when I was a cheerleader and we go to cheerleader camp. You go to camp and they do an exercise called boundary breaking. And it was a very positive thing to do because you wanted to get to know your teammates better, the people who were in your organization. But you know, there's a negative connotation to breaking boundaries. And it has a lot to do with people who like to be controlling. That's a negative way to break boundaries. It's the one thing that controlling people have in common, and that is that they breach the boundaries that others put in place to protect themselves, protect their peace, protect their sanity, protect themselves. So. You know, a few weeks ago, I launched a series on social media, primarily on IG and LinkedIn called Control Freak. And it's a pretty provocative campaign because it asked, are you being controlled? Are you controlling? And we as women many times get caught in the middle of that because we've been seen as some of the most controlling managers out there. In fact... A recent Gallup survey found that most respondents categorized their female bosses as micromanagers. Now, we know that there is likely a degree of sexism in that statement, in that finding. We also know that as intersectional human beings, there's probably a degree of racial inequity in that statement as well. But when you peel back the onion on our culture and what women are expected to be, say, and do. And also, if you're a person of color or another underrepresented group, how we might be seen unfairly as a little bit more aggressive and hands-on. And sometimes we're called more tactical than strategic. If you are a woman of color, this might put you in a conundrum. We've been told that we have to be 10 times better just to get invited to the party. In other words, to get the job, we have to be better to begin with. And so we're there to not just prove to ourselves that we can do the work, but to prove to others that we can do the work. And in team environments where other folks aren't pulling their weight, more often than not, you will see more women and women of color put their hands on the project in areas where they probably shouldn't, getting involved in tasks that are someone else's responsibilities. Sometimes we do it in the idea that we are helping, and still we are crossing a boundary. I call it the control conundrum, and that means that not only do we have a tendency in our work lives and our personal lives to be a bit more controlling than we need to be, We're also in the position sometimes of allowing others to control us. This is what inspired me to develop this digital tool, the Boundary Breakers Tool, for you. And it's absolutely free. You can go to nseelearning.com and download it for absolutely free. It's the NSC Boundary Breakers Tool. And it is a journaling exercise that takes you through five days of journaling and thought and reflection to see if we can't break this cycle. Throughout this show today, this episode, I am going to share with you journaling prompts for yourself that will get you in the mode of figuring out if you are indeed a controlling person and if someone is trying to control you. And we're also going to see what you can do about it because there's nothing better than to protect your peace by setting boundaries and sticking with them. So listen, I'll level with you. I'm a mom. Some of you are moms too of older children, uh, maybe even younger children. Mine is nine. And you know, there is a tendency, whether you have a partner or not at home supporting you um, with your mom journey or not, to insert yourself and get things done. Look, it's a tendency that we have because we just want to get things done. Sometimes I find myself, even with my daughter, after asking her to do something, and maybe, you know, not out of any disobedience, she's just taking a little while to do it. How many of you moms out there jump in and do it anyway? How many of you know what that does for your child? I know painfully (laughs) that it spoils them, right? They need to learn their responsibilities, and your jumping in to do it does not help Now, I'm not saying that our teammates are children, but I am saying that the same concept applies to teams. And even in life, when you're talking about other adults, that it is more helpful if you stand back and allow that other individual to do the responsibility that we know is rightfully theirs. How often As a woman, as a professional, doesn't even matter if you're a woman, have you jumped in and done someone else's responsibility in the name of getting it done? I'm raising my hand. Listen, we as women, especially women of color, we are in this control conundrum. It's what I call it. And it means that often, more often than not, we find ourselves in controlling situations, trying to control something so that something gets done. We call it help. How many of you are calling it, I'm helping? Yes, we call it help. No ill will, but we're jumping in, we're breaking a boundary, and we're doing something that someone else should probably take care of. And the same holds true. Just like with my nine-year-old daughter, Not calling the other adult a child, but the same impact is alike. And that is, if that individual is not held to their own responsibility, even if it's painful for us to watch or we get backlash for it, that individual will not learn the true responsibility that they hold or they are missing a growth opportunity. Man, that's a hard lesson. You know, this was something that I learned going through marriage counseling. This is (laughs) deep, y'all. Where you don't see your partner doing what they're supposed to do. My inclination was to jump in and do it. And that doesn't do anything but cripple your partner. And most of all, cripple your relationship. Listen, breaking boundaries is all about breaking trust. And ultimately, if we don't set boundaries and keep those boundaries and respect those boundaries, trust is breached. I hope you have your journal ready because today we're going to do some journaling. We have five prompts throughout the show. And if you write down the answers to the questions that I provide you will be on your way to breaking some habits that just might be holding you back in life and in leadership. You know, this is especially important for those of us who are trying our best to make it up the corporate ladder. Even those of us running small businesses that want to scale for growth. It's so very important that you get to the point where you can let go of the more tactical and repetitive work. Assign that to someone so that you can elevate your vision into a more strategic role. If you are a boss lady that always has your hands in the tactical, you will always be seen as a soldier and not necessarily a queen. So listen, As we go on this journey, have your pen ready, have your journal ready, and let's get to some of these questions so that we can begin to unravel the control conundrum. When we're finished, be sure that you go by nscelearning.com and download the NSC Boundary Breaker tool for free. Here's the first prompt. When was the last time you took over someone else's responsibility in the name of getting things done? Jot down the answer to that question in your journal and tell the story. You know, sometimes we're on the other end of the micromanager or the person who's trying to control us. You know that boss, that friend, that family member, that spouse that never really gives you the opportunity to do what you know to be your responsibility. They're always putting their hands in it or they're always trying to control the situation. You know, there are some folks that are so masterful with it, not because they practice so much, but they were born into it probably left over from trauma and family members or even other jobs before. They have just become accustomed to getting involved and getting in someone else's Kool-Aid. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be that person you don't like. Sometimes it can be the person you actually love. And they can sugarcoat it in all layers of sugary sweetness and honey do But still, at the end of the day, they're in your business. Here's journaling prompt number two. And before we get there, be sure to go to nscelearning.com and download the NSC Boundary Breaker tool. It's a week-long journaling exercise. Here's prompt number two. (laughs) the last time someone tried to control you and how did it make you feel you know one way to get a handle on this whole controlling conundrum is to harness the ability to have empathy for someone else taking a walk in their shoes unfortunately many times if the controlling individual is more than just a control freak. They are actually a narcissist. They lack the ability to engage the empathy that is required to walk in someone else's shoes and say, this is how it would make me feel. It's a little bit more difficult for them to do it. The good news is that most people aren't diagnosed with this personality disorder, but they can have some narcissistic tendencies. Asking these reflective questions, how did it make me feel the last time someone tried to control me, will at least allow you to think twice when you engage in that way in order to control someone else. Now, here's the tricky part. The only way to control a controlling person is to control your own actions, and the number one way to do that is to set boundaries. Did you hear me again? If everyone managed to control themselves, we wouldn't have controlling people. (gasps) Ooh, light bulb moment, right? Yeah. So boundaries are key. Again, boundaries that are broken breach trust. So the next journaling question gets right to the idea of setting boundaries. Here is prompt number three. Have your journals handy. What boundaries have you put in place that you have not been sticking to? You know, there are reasons why we let our boundaries down or allow other people to break them. It's important on your journey here to discovering why you allow people to control you, to think about what triggers it. Is it because it is someone that you love? Maybe a family member, maybe a spouse. Is it a matter of power? Is it that that person exercises some amount of authority over you? What are you afraid of? Take the time to think through those questions and you might be able to find out what's spurring you to let down your guard. Here's your final journaling prompt. Don't forget to go by nsclearning.com and download the free NSC Boundary Breakers digital tool. What is at the root of your desire to want to please despite someone crossing your boundaries. You know, this is a tough one and it gets to the questions that I was raising before this last prompt. And that is there's usually something that is underlying that is causing you or triggering you to allow someone to breach your boundaries. Again, broken boundaries breach trust and your relationships will suffer if you don't get underneath what is causing you to allow folks to cross your boundaries or if you don't get underneath what causes you not to respect the boundaries of others. Listen, this is just scraping the surface of the NSC Boundary Breakers digital tool that is available for free. It's a five day journaling exercise that allows you to understand how you are being controlling, how to start to address it, and how you may be allowing folks to control you. I call it the control conundrum. And many women, you know, a lot of men, but a lot of women and especially women of color through all sorts of cultural reasons, generational, even racial, even uh, religious. You can get into all of the different types of cultures that cause us to believe that we need to control or be controlled. This is The Coaching Corner on the Culture Soup Podcast. I'm El Michelle Smith, your executive producer, creator, and host. I'm so pleased to bring you these once a month. Again, I'm gonna take a break next week, but I'll be back the following week with an exciting guest. In the meantime, you can also find these journaling prompts and a demo of the tool on my YouTube page. So search for L. Michelle Smith Certified Executive Coach and you will uncover my YouTube page. You may be very surprised at how much content is there. There is a playlist called eLearning, N-S-C-E-Learning, and that's where you'll find these journaling prompts so you can review them if you don't want to listen to the episode again. And while you're there, don't forget to click that red button to subscribe to my channel. As well, go to NSCELearning.com. Again, that's where you can download the tool for free. It's the NSC Boundary Breakers digital tool, and it is the featured tool of the month. Find us online at TheCultureSoup.com, on Instagram and Twitter at The Soup, and on Facebook at The Soup Podcast. Until next time. The Culture Soup Podcast is a production of No Silos Communication LLC. The Culture Soup Podcast is a registered trademark of No Silos Communications, LLC.